chapter 4. Mark chapter 4, verse 35, 41. When you have it, say amen. amen. If you don't have it, say I'm getting there. And it reads, On the same day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us cross over to the other side. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him, saying to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they fear exceedingly, he said to one another, Who can be this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? Father, we thank you. We bless you. Lord, help your man serving this morning. Take my lips. Form them. Put a hot coal from your throne on my tongue, oh God. That, Father, may you speak through me. May I decrease as you increase. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I just want to say before I read it, it's an honor to be to be up here to speak the word of God. I am humbled by it. I am blessed by it. And I thank God for allowing me to be up here. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So I want to give our honor, glory to our honor to uh, Pastor Benson. Hallelujah. Uh, to all the dignities, the other pastors, the ministers, and the, all the other saints here, and at least but not, last but not least, my beautiful wife. Yeah. So if nobody say amen, I know the amen will come from over there. Amen. Let us be, I was like, um, Andrea, Andrea Gale was a 72-foot commercial fishing vessel constructed in Panama City, Florida. In 1978, and owned by Robert Brown. Her home, was, her home port was Marblehead, Massachusetts. She also sailed from Gloucester, Massachusetts, where she would offload her catch and reload food and stores for the, stores for the next run. Andrea Gale began her final voyage departing from Gloucester Harbor, Massachusetts on September 20, 1991, bound for the Great Banks of Newfoundland, off the coast of eastern Canada. After poor fishing, Captain Frank W. Billy Ty Jr. headed east to the Flemish Cap, where he believed they would have better luck. Despite weather reports warning of dangerous conditions, Ty set course for home on October 26, 27. The ship ice machine was malfunctioning and would not have been able to maintain the catch for much longer. The last report transmitted from Adrian Gale was at about 6 p.m. on October 28, 1991. Thai radio Linda Greenlaw, captain of the Hannah Borden, owned by the same company, gave his coordinates. About 162 miles east of Stable Island. He also gave a weather report indicating 30-foot seas and wind gusts up to 80 knots. That's 92 miles per hour. 
Ty finally record was, well, she's coming on, boys, and she's coming on strong. The journal report that the storm created waves in excess of 100 feet in height, but Ocean Boys monitored record a peak wave height of 39 feet. However, data from a series of weather boys in the general vicinity of the vessel, last known location, recorded peak waves exceeding 60 feet in height from October 28th through through the 30th, 1991. A boy off the coast of Novus reported a wave height of 100.7 feet, the highest ever recorded in the province offshore water. On October 30, 1991, the vessel was reported overdue. An extensive air and search was launched by the 106 Rescue, Rescue Wing from the New York Air National Guard, United States Coast Guard, and Canada Coast Guard Forces. The search will eventually cover over 186,000 square miles. On November 6, 1991, Andrew Gale, emergency position indicated radio beacon was discovered and washed up on the shore of Stable Island in, in Nova Scotland. The, the, the beacon was designed to automatically send out a distress signal upon contact with seawater. Rather, water. But the Canada Coast Guard personnel who found the beacon did not conclusively verify whether the control switch was in the off or off position. Authorities called off the search for the missing vessel on November 9, 1991, due to the low probability of crew survival. Fuel drinks, fuel drums, a fuel tank, an empty raft, and some other stuff were the only wreckage found. The ship was presumed lost at sea, where along the somewhere along the continental sh shelf near Sable Island. All six of the crews were lost at sea. I want to talk this morning. But out of that story, what I read, they made a movie called The Perfect Storm. And I want to talk this morning about some storms that were coming to our lives. There's all types of storms that will come. Hallelujah. We're in storms all the time. As we had sat in the storm of the corona pandemic, we had embarked on a journey that none of us had been on before. We never been there before. That was a storm, and we sat in there. Hallelujah. But there will be other storms that will come. There will be other storms that will come today. There will be other storms. If tomorrow comes, will be storms. There were storms yesterday that we were in. Hallelujah. Some of us came out all right. Some of us are still in the storm. Hallelujah. Glory. But I'm here today to let you know that we can, in chapter of Mark 4, there is much hope we can draw from Jesus coming the storm. The disciples had spent the day listening to Jesus teaching where he told a parable about the sower sowing seed, explaining that the seed represents the word of God. It suggested that perhaps Jesus is drawn from Isaiah 55, 10, 11. As the rain and snow come down from heaven and do not return to it, it, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seeds for the sower and bread for the eater. 
so is my word that goes out of my mouth. And I want to talk about this morning, the first thing about in the storm, uh, my child to trust in Jesus in the storm, is that first we must be trusting his word. He said, he said, he said, he said let us, see, watch this. He said, the sower sows the seed, the son of God proclaims the word of God, saying in verse 35, let us go over to the other side. We must trust in his word. If Jesus said it, it's going to happen. Hallelujah. And Matthew 4, 24, 25, he said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will by no means pass away. And Psalms, he said, my covenant I will not break nor alter. The word that has gone out of my lips. And, and Isaiah 55, 11, again, he said, shall my word be that goes, so shall my word that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void but shall accomplish what I please and shall profit the thing for which I sent it. I like the, the message Bible from Isaiah. It says, just as the rain and snow descend from the skies and don't go back until they water the earth, doing their work of making things grown and blossom, producing seed for the farmer and food for the hungry, so will my word that came out of my mouth not come back empty-handed. They'll do the work I sent them to do. They'll complete the assignment I gave. <clears throat> Hallelujah. And we switch to the hand, man. Hallelujah. The complete assignment I gave them. Listen, we're in the storm, but his word, we must trust in his word. Hallelujah. Jesus said, let us go over to the other side. Now, but Jesus meant that. We're going to get there. He said, you, you, you know who I, I, my word is true. My word is not just a, a ramble, but it's true. What I speak come to pass, hallelujah. What I say, it will accomplish, hallelujah. Hallelujah. But see, sometimes when you're in the storm, the only, way, the only way to get to the other side is to go through the storm. Come on now. That's what Jesus said. We're going to get to the other side. But before you get to the other side, to, to able to get to the other side, you got to go through the storm. You got to go through something. You got to go through some trials, some tribulation. Come on now. This is what he's telling the disciples. This is not going to be a walk in the park. This is not going to be a, a, a smooth sailing, but there's going to be some turbulence. There's going to be some things going on here. But you got to trust in his word. I did not bring you this far just to leave you. Come on now. He said, he said, he said, he said, Jesus said, let us go over to the other side. As Jesus said it, it was going to happen. Trust me. It was going to happen. Hallelujah. He is a God that do not lie, cannot lie, and will not lie. Hallelujah. But it's amazing as I look at this. It said, trust in his word. Here is the living word standing right there saying, let us. He didn't say, let me. He didn't say, let him or her or some. He said, let us. Hallelujah. So what he was saying, like, those are with me. You with me. We're going to get there. Let us. I'm not leaving you by yourself. I'm taking you there myself. Hallelujah. But we got to trust his word. We got to trust his word. The problem is, sometimes we can forget 
what his word says when we're in a storm. Sometimes that storm looks so bad. Woo! You're like, what the heck? Somebody know what I'm talking about when I say, what the heck? <laughs> what the heck is going on here? You forgot to trust Jesus' word with Jesus. I got you. you, you you're looking for a way. How did I get out of here? Matter of fact, how did I get in this? And you're trying to find a way. So you forget all about trusting Jesus. Well, we can look at like, like Peter walking on the water in Matthew 14, 28, 29, where Peter said, Lord, is that you bid me to come? Now the word said, come. The word said, come. And the word said to us, they come, come. And Peter came. He started to walk on water because the living word was saying, come. He was trusting the word. He was trusting the living word. Say, come. But then, but then, he took his eyes off the word. And he looked at his situation. And he looked at the circumstances. And the Bible said he started to sink. My brothers, my sister. Where we don't trust the word of God, where we in our storm, we will sink. When we start to think about our circumstances, when we start to think about our situation, we will sink. Yeah, you're in a boat. The boat is filling up. The boat is filling up. But I know a life preserver that's there with me. Come on. Somebody know what I'm talking about. See, where we find ourselves in the storm is, and it's in the middle of this that we need to remember the word of God. In Proverbs 3, 5 to 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Come on. Hallelujah. He will direct your path. Hallelujah. This is one of the most comforting verses to cling to when you are facing uncertainty or difficulty in your storm. Your situation or the situation around you may be long, may, may, may beyond your understanding. It may be beyond your understanding. You might not understand why you're in there. You may not comprehend what's going on. But the Bible says, lean not onto your own understanding. But trust, trust the word of God. With all your heart, not just some. Come on now. See, we could tell other people, trust God. We could tell other people that are going through it. Don't you know that God got you? Don't you know that God going to lead you out? You need to trust on his word because God is who he is. He is the great I am. But then when we come into our storm, when the, the trials and the tribulation mount up, it's like a hundred foot wave coming over. We got a different saying. Hey, 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 hey. What's happening here? See, we could talk the talk, but can we walk the walk? Are we just struck it and jiving? Are we just blowing smoke? Or we mean what we say when we say trusting in his word? Come on. We could take that from the, the disciples. Now, they've been with Jesus now. They saw everything Jesus was doing now. 
they saw him do this, and they saw him perform miracles and do all of this. Uh, and there uh, other people who were in storms and going through some stuff and how he helped them out. But then when it came their time, all reasoning left. All understanding left. Come on now. Somebody know what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Trusting in his word. He did not bring you this far just to drop you off. He did not bring you this far just to turn his back on you. He did not bring you this far to remove his hand from you. Come on now. He did not bring you this far to remove his presence or his anointing off you. Come on now. He did not bring you this far just to take back the gifts that he had given you. Let us, he said, let us, let us go over to the other side. See, on the other side, there's rest. Come on, there's peace on the other side. But before you get there, you got to go through the storm. Hallelujah. The perfect storm. I don't know if anybody been any, in a perfect storm. But let me tell you what a perfect storm is. I had to look up the definition of perfect storm. And it came out, a particular violent storm arising from a rare combination woo, of adverse metallurgy. In other words, let me paraphrase it like my words. Because you know my accent's getting in the way now, and about five of them are rising up. Someone might think I'm speaking in Spanish. Okay. Here we go. What a perfect storm is, is when one storm, two storm, three storm, four storm, five storm, come on, six storm, all get together to form one storm. In other words, that's when everything's breaking loose from the left to the right, in front, and behind you. All hell is breaking loose on you. Everything's coming down on you. That's the perfect storm. Come on. Now, you, 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 I haven't, and that was the last time, or the only time I ever heard of a perfect storm in that year. I had not heard of another perfect storm. But I looked in the Bible, and I saw a man who was in a perfect storm. And his name was Job. The Bible said that Job lost everything at one time. He lost his 401k. <clears throat> Come on. He lost his farm. Come on, somebody, somebody said, oh, man, I better check my 401k, make sure it's still there. He, 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 he lost his, his, his produce. He lost all the animals. He lost all his kids. He lost everything. Watch this. And he lost his health. He was in a perfect storm. But I like Job because he trusts in God's word. He said, the Lord give it. The Lord take it away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Not only that, he said, I know that my Redeemer liveth. That one day I'm going to see him. So I'm going to ride this storm out. 
on the word of God. Some of us get a small stone like a five-foot wave and stays left or stays right. We out. Some of us are MIA. Come POWs. Prisoner of our storms. Come on now. I know I'm talking right. I found myself in a storm last year. And I thought about it. I forgot to look on God's word. All I was thinking about was, I ain't going to make it. I ain't going to make it. I ain't going to make it. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. But God's word said, I will breathe life into you. That God breathed in you. Look to me. Look to the hills for which come your help. And your help come from him. From him. Your strength come from him. Hallelujah. I'm saying to somebody this morning that you're in a storm right now. Your boat is rocking left and right and riding up on where, uh, 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 waves and high and you think there's no out. But let me tell you, lean on his word. Trust on his word. He got it in hand. He has not lost one yet. Hallelujah. The psalmist said, talk about hiding God's word in our hearts. Mm. We have the words of life and can hide that, that can hide in our hearts to sustain, maintain us as we experience the storm of life. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knows those who trust in him. Name it. One, chapter one, seven. You can look at that. The next thing I want to get to, the Bible says, yeah, they, they, he said, say, let us get over to the other side. Now, remember this now. If you want to get on to the other side of the land of milk and honey, come on. If you want to get on to the other side of the land of blessings, if you want to get over to the other side of the land of comfort and and, 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 and tranquility and everything, uh, you got to, what, trust in his word. You got to go through something. It's like uh, the, 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 the children of Israel, before they could get to the land, the promised land, they had to go through the wilderness. See, you're just not going to get it just like that without going through something. I said, so you might be thinking, why am I going? Because God's ready to bless you. God is ready to take you through to the other side. As long as you stand flat-footed and trust on his word, he's going to see you through. He is the light that shines through the storm. The Bible said that the light shines through the darkness, and darkness comprehends not. He is the light to our feet. He is the light. Hallelujah. Deck that I want to get to. It says, trusting in his presence. Before Jesus calms the storm, we read that the disciples said, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? In the book of Luke, the same story says, the disciples cry, Master, Master, we're going down. We're going to drown here. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory. Talk. So the disciples cried. Here they crying out to the master. 
Sometimes when we cry out to Jesus and he's not answering right away, we think he don't care. We think he don't care about our situation. We think he don't care about our circumstances. We think, you know, and the enemy will come into you and say, where is your God now? Look at you. You all by yourself. You, you, you in this wreck of a storm here that's about to overtake you, that's about to drown you, and you crying out, and, and where is he? See, you should have never fathered him. You should have never accepted him. And I think of a story uh, 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 about Paul and Sellers where they were locked up and locked down in the prison. And, 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 and Sellers could have said to Paul, hey, look what happened here. By following this guy, look where we at now, locked up in a dungeon. But they didn't. So when the enemy comes into you and say, where's your God now? You begin to praise him. You begin to praise God. Because that's what Paul and Sellers did. They didn't think, listen to what the enemy said. They, would say, they started to praise God for who he was, for who he is. They started to praise him for his presence. And the Bible said that what? That uh, earthquake shook. That the, the chains bust loose. They were set free. But wait a minute. For his presence, when you're in the storm, you can call on his name. Say, who shall ever call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. His presence, his presence with us. Hallelujah. That's what we want, his presence. Hallelujah. He said, I'll never leave nor forsake you. I'm with you. I'm with you to the end. I got your back. Come on now. Hallelujah. It, but it's quite clear that they, the Sabbath thought that they were going to drown. Because, see, they were expert fishermen. Come on now. And these expert fishermen started to panic. Because they saw the storm. And they know you can't be out there like that in a weather like that where the storm is going like that. Especially in a little boat, little dinghy, and it's just rocking back and forth like that. You can't be out there. That's just like us. We, you could be on a plane. And, 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 and the, and the plane get a little turbulence. First thing you do is you look at the steward. If they panicking, you stop panicking. But if they cool and calm, then... You're cool and calm. You know it's going to be all right. But it's the same thing when you're in a storm, in a storm of life, a trial of tribulation. All you got to do is look to Jesus. Look to Jesus. And Jesus not panicking. He's not getting all out of bed, out of shape. But he's cool and calm and collected. And that, 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 that's reassuring that you could be cool, calm, and collected because the master got this. If the master is cool, I'm going to be cool. Come on now. If the master is taking it easy and laid back and resting, I'm going to do the same thing. You're going to see uh, who, for those who are with me, is more than who, those who are against me now. Come on. And if the master is with me, hallelujah, can't nobody do me. The enemy can't do me. Only Jesus can do me. Come on. You know that's why can't nobody do me like Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on. Some of us need to be done then. Hallelujah. We got to let Jesus do us then. Come on. We got to get off that, uh, your own understanding there. Uh, and you ain't letting Jesus do you. You doing yourself. You know, I got this. I got this. Panicking. Panicking. He said, I haven't given you a spirit of fear. Panicking. Panicking. I'm with you. Why are you all? 
disturbed? Why are you all falling to pieces? Hallelujah. It was bad. Because they're in the storm and they're looking. <laughs> in the midst of it, Jesus is sleeping. They, they were probably thinking, hey, if we truly understood the gravity of the situation, he would be awake, helping me. Jesus, don't you know what's going on here? How can you sleep at a time like this? How can you sleep at a time like when I'm being tossed back and forth? How can you sleep like a time like this when the waves are about to oh, Someone is saying that now. Someone, even while you watch it, you're sitting in a storm and you wonder why you stood in this storm. Why God hasn't helped you? Why does he care? Well, I'm here to let you know that he does care. That's why you have not drowned yet. Come on now. It's like the guy uh, uh, with the footprints in the sand. Yeah, there was two of them. One day, uh, the storm came. There was just one set. And he said, Lord, don't you care? Why is it? Look at what's going on. What's happening? Where are you? Jesus said, I care. I'm the one that's carrying you. That's why there's only one footprint in the sand. They belong to me because I'm carrying you through. Come on, I'm just paraphrasing here. Now, that's not from the book of will. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. We too can sleep in the storm just like Jesus. You said, how about his presence is with you? And you got to trust in his presence. He said, he will not let your foot slip. Who watches over you will not slumber. And he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. Come on now. Psalms 12. Hallelujah. 121, 3 to 4. Hallelujah. Another way he said, Jesus, you may thought he was sleeping, but he was just resting. He was just resting. See, the, the, these, the, these storms are a test to our faith. These storms are a test to see how faith is. Come on now. And, and, and he was just testing and saying, are they going to trust in my presence and not get all bent out of shape and, and ride this out because my word is true? I said, let us go over and let me just rest a little bit more. No. Hallelujah. Some storms are, in our lives are difficult to understand, hard to cope with. But it's times like this we need to remember we have the presence of Jesus. He's in the storm with us. His presence is assured. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. He said, I'm with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm with you. David said, yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, Thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff comfort me. Yeah. Then he said, present there. Hallelujah. He said, yeah, Jesus said, Matthew 28, 20b. And lo, I with you always, even to the end. Yeah. Hallelujah. Glory. But these disciples, they yell, yell, teacher, teacher. And Luke said, see, uh, 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 when he said Luke and Matthew and, 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 and Mark said, the slightly different counts of the event given by Matthew, Mark, and Luke, someone paraphrased as follows. Matthew, 
Save, Lord, we perish. Mark, teacher, canst thou not care not that we perish? Luke, master, master, we perish. All three accounts are correct. One disciple cried out in one way, and others cried differently. You know, we all don't cry the same way now when we're in a problem, when we're in a situation. We all cry differently, but we ain't crying to Jesus. We should be the same thing to be crying to Jesus. I don't know how you cry to Jesus, but I know how I cry to Jesus. Sometimes I could get a little ugly crying to Jesus, but sometimes you need to get a little ugly when you start crying to Jesus. Come on now. All three accounts are correct, we said. So someone uh, puts it thus. Little faith pray, save us. Much faith cry, we perish. Distrust urge, care thou not. More faith said, Lord. Disciples should cry out, teacher. Faith, faint hope cry, master, thou with authority. Our faith. Our faith, we cry out to him and our faith. Come on now. If you have no faith, ask for some. Ask for some. The Bible said you should have faith as big as a mustard seed. Why can I have great faith? And, and, uh, come on, brother. I can have great faith and, and, and blind faith and passion faith. But you got to start with small faith first. See, small faith and use it. As you work it, start to grow into great faith. Start to grow into pressing faith. Start to grow into trusting faith. Come on. And start to grow into blind faith. Now, blind faith is you can't see, but you have faith that it's going to be done. Hallelujah. So, so, so that's where you had faith as big as much as you could say to this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea. Hallelujah. Glory. God is always with you. No matter what you face, he does not command you to be courageous in your own strength, but take courage and the knowledge of his presence and power with you. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Not my strength. Not my strength, but his strength. He said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. So when he strengthened me, what he really doing is giving me his strength. Come on now. Someone needs to know tonight, this morning, that in the midst of your storm that you're in now, somebody might say, brother, I ain't in a storm, but you will be. Don't worry. Keep waiting. You will be. You will follow Christ. You're going to be in a storm. Trust me. You know, the bigger the storm, the better the blessing. Mm, you say, no, brother, give me the small storm. I'm cool with that. Hallelujah. So someone needs to know you're in a storm right now, but you got to trust his presence. You got to trust his presence. I'm not saying trust the president present. That'll get you in trouble. He in his own storm. Hallelujah. Glory. And I trust in his presence, the power, the power, the power of God. Hallelujah. That's my next point. Trusting in his power. Mm. Woo, my God is all powerful. Almighty. Mm, can't nobody do nothing to him. Devil tried, but couldn't make it. 
I like that. The devil thought he had God, uh, Jesus, one day uh, when Jesus was on the cross. And, he, and the Bible said that he, he, he gave up the ghost and, and into my your hand. I commit my spirit. That was it. And I could see the devil down in hell partying, having fun with his boys and smoking his big old cigar and drinking his moet and talking about we done did it. We done got the son of God. But the Bible said uh, <laughs> there was a noise. <laughs> and they looked up and, what's that noise? And then they saw a light. <laughs> well, the light shined through the darkness. And as they looked, uh, I could see the little demons running. And I could see the devil shaking and whatnot. Because it standing from him was Christ Almighty and his fullness saying, how you like me now? Snatching the keys of hell and death from him. Stepping on his head and whatnot. And whatnot. So, but that's the power. All power has been given to him. See, he said, no man take my life. I lay it down myself and I pick it back up. That's the power that he have in him. The power he had to save you. Hallelujah. The power that he got. Your name is written in the land book of life. That's the power he had to draw you to him. The power he had to heal you. The power he had to help you go through the storm and whatnot. He's all powerful. Hallelujah. The storm rages in Mark 4. Jesus is walking by his disciples and instantly jumps into action. One minute he's a sleeping man. The next minute he is revealed as the, uh, uh, he, he is revealed as the master of creation. Both his humanity and his deity are revealed to disciples in a few moments. And Psalms 46 says, be still and know that I am God. And here in our, in our passage, we see the God of the psalmist roaring into life in a small boat on the Sea of Galilee, instantly commanding the sea to be still. Can he not say to your life and speak to that storm, be still in your life? Can he not speak in your trials, your tribulation, what you're going through, and, and come there and say, be still. Hallelujah. Because he's all powerful. You're saying, brother, hallelujah, he's all powerful. But the, the, the Bible says he was sleeping on a pillow. I had to look at that for a minute and get another translation. The, uh, the, EIV, the, 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 the other translation said uh, uh, he was sleeping on a cushion. That's how I had to define cushion. Now, you know, some of you might think, I know what a cushion is. But I had to find cushion. A soft mass of material stuffed into a cloth bag used for comfort. Resting one head. Something acting as a cushion, especially to absorb, come on now, to absorb, absorb shock or impact. Somebody know where I'm going. Jesus is cushion. He is our cushion in the time of trouble. He is our cushion in the storms. He is our cushion in the tribulation and the trial. Because he will absorb. He will absorb the impact that's meant for us. He will absorb it. He will cushion us between that where we will not get hurt. We will not be harmed. But he will absorb it just like he absorbed our sin on the cross of the whole world. He absorbed it himself. 
he was a cushion for the whole world. Come on. So here the disciples, they got the, 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 the Jesus, they got the cushion with them. They, they worry about being drowned and tossed back and forth. Don't know that Jesus will cushion them from the impact. When he said, peace, be still. Woo. <laughs> Somebody said, you say, woo, you sound like Ric Flair in that wrestling thing, huh? Woo. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, we got the way. And trust and remember that God loves us. You can't trust him to sustain you. If you, you can't trust him to sustain you if you be with, and, and provide for you and be with you even in the midst of your storm and hard time. He will be your cushion. Come on now. Somebody need a cushion today. Somebody out there, man, need a cushion. Somebody need a cushion. Somebody need to know that he loves them, hallelujah. Uh, let, let me, I, I, I'm closing up here, hallelujah, glory. The word that Jesus used in his command in the root is the root word, uh, serene. Watch this. Meaning free of storms or disturbing. Marked by, um, marked by utterly calm, unruffled, unaffected by disturbing. Without worrying, come on, clear. Unshaken, unworried, untroubled, tranquility. Peace, be still. Jesus command peace, and the chaos is transformed into calm. Woo. Uh, he command peace in your life, and the chaos is transformed into calmness in your life. Hallelujah. And Isaiah, we read of Jesus, he will be called wonderful, counselor, mighty God. Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. The Prince of Peace commanded peace to the storm and everything changed. Here we have the disciples in the boat. Here they have the, uh, the, the great I Am, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, hallelujah, the Prince of Peace, Counselor, Wonderful Counselor, a Lamb of God, Holy Lamb of God, uh, Emmanuel with them, the creator of the world, who created the you, who created me, who created everything, the stars and the heaven, who created the sea, the wave, to speak to what he created and say, peace, be still. And under that, they came into subjection. So they, 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 they came calm because the master said, peace be still. It seemed like to be one thing that the Lord specifically seeks for, one thing he seeks in us, that now that who, those who are called to be his followers is faith. Without faith, it is proper to please God. Without faith... With, with faith, all things are possible. Proper faith is understood, of course, not, not relies upon the word of man, but unconditional, unquestionable faith in the Lord for all that he has promised. According to that faith, be it unto thee. And my closing, hallelujah. So when storms come into our lives, we should stand on our faith. Because I, I, I look at I, I, I and, 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 and chapter, uh, no, verse 40, 41, hallelujah. They cried out and said, and said why are, he said, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? 
He said, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Has your faith not yet developed to such a degree that you can trust me and realize the Father's favor and power of it with me for my protection and that while you are with me, no harm will possibly overtake you? Nothing that is not wholly under my control. Did you not see the miracles I did? Did you not see the healing of the sick, the awakening of the dead? Did you not take the miracles, catch a, a fish under my direction when you failed once? Have you not been with me and seen the power that I have? Have you not seen what I did and you have no faith? That you cry out? Oh, where's your faith? Hallelujah. So when storms come into our lives, we should stand on our faith, trusting in his word, trusting in his presence, trusting in his power. Faith. This is what it is, my brothers and my sisters. These storms are to test your faith. They are to test your faith. But see, with your faith, if your faith is genuine, if your faith is growing, you will trust in his word. You'll trust in his presence. You'll trust in his power. You see, let me tell you, can nothing do or harm you? See, faith, the widow, the woman with the issue of blood, her faith. Say, if I could only, I don't have to grab him. I don't have to uh, 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 knock everybody. If I could just touch the hem, that what faith? Blind body minutes cried out in faith. The sentry said to Jesus, you don't have to come to my house. You don't have to come over there. All you got to do is speak the word. <laughs> Just speak. And if you say so, it shall be done. What's your problem? What's your problem? Why are you letting this storm overtake you? Why are you letting this storm dictate who you should be. Why are you letting this storm cause you to be disturbing and questionable and, 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 and nervous and, 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 and fearful? If you profess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, hallelujah, then you got nothing to worry about. You see, in that chapel, chap, chapter, that boat he was in, there also was little boats. And they were in the storm too. When Jesus said, peace be still, that affected him too. Jesus speaking to your life. And he said, peace be still and bless you. What he done for you should affect those around you. They too should receive what you receive. Come on now. You should affect them by what he done for you. You see, when he saved you and, and he blessed you, you should bless someone else. When he saved you and, and gave you a testimony, you could speak to those who going in their storm and, and saw how you came out. Then they could trust what you're saying because they saw that you leaned on the word of God and you trust him and, and that you've been blessed and it was calm in your thing. He, they, they too can say, oh, that could be for me too. I'm 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 done. Can we just stand with me? The devil's a liar. The devil will tell you you shouldn't be in any storm. 
The devil will tell you, you shouldn't go through any trials or tribulation. The devil should, will tell you, you should have all of it. You should be well good to do it. Everything should be hunky doing. There shouldn't be no problems in your life. But if Jesus Christ had to go through some stuff and, and it came at him, what made you think that they're not going to come at you? What made you think that you could, you, 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 uh, well, this should be a walk in the park? No, it's not. What made you think that uh, you know, uh, I should be sail, smooth sailing? No, it's not. When you profess Jesus Christ, you're going to go through some stuff. You think the enemy going to say, ah, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. no. Sometimes the enemy brings the storms in your life. But God allows it. God allows it to see where you're standing. If you trust him. You may be out there today and, 